Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the final Tennis Scottish Football Podcast of the decade. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm joined by two hips pricks, which we've <laughs> somehow managed to let on this podcast over the last how many years? Hi, Tony and Duncan. Hello, Hello. Joel. I'm kind of glad we're doing it after the Livingston defeat rather than straight after. I know we, after. we genuinely would be insufferable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and to be fair, the state I was in after that, I wouldn't have been able to make the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was lying in a puddle of my own sweat for 24 hours directly <laughs> after it. <laughs> I was lying in a puddle of my own tears. So, uh, we are going to, because of the, the the nature of the fixtures and when when they fall, and that we only do one podcast uh, per week over the uh, over the festive uh, period. We're just going to look back at the last three kind of weekend uh, kind of weekends or fixtures, whatever you want to call them, and like kind of pick out winners and losers. But before that, we're going to do our usual hotties and noughties. Let's hear them. Um, hotties, uh, Malones. Uh, after, <laughs> after a derby So this is uh, For anyone unfamiliar With Edinburgh This used to be Diane's pool hall yeah, Which yeah. used to be open At uh, the crack of dawn And was ideal for cheap Cheap uh, booze Cheap yeah. booze yeah So it's like an Irish bar now. It's, it's not, now an Irish bar It's not someone I would normally Like frequent I know I barely ever Go to town really I'm drinking leaf But I used to go to it When it was uh, when Diane. We used to go When it was Diane's like, uh, When we were at school uh, Three blocks Oh, yeah. <laughs> in school uniforms <laughs> still in the, uh, I used to go at Malone's when it was up at, um, oh um, thingy t- I know where you are where, where, wherever I always forget the street was up so it was, it was more kind of more central uh, but it's, it's moved to near Del Rai for some yeah, reason yeah yeah um, so I found this out the, when I was in Cambodia when Hibs beat Hearts at Tynecastle the, the time before when uh, Horgan scored uh, they all went and they said it was all Hibs fans after it and it was very loose in terms of everyone singing and chanting which I was surprised because it's still a city centre bar yeah, yeah. so we went after it and yeah they were so before I was there it was just like a bit of Hibs party for the whole day and they were pumping out Proclaimers tunes and Sunshine and Leith was on I was, I was quite surreal being in a city centre pub and it just being totally allowed to be taken over uh, like that, and they they lapped up. It's actually a pretty pricey bar as well, so I don't think they've yeah. obviously made a fortune. And the fact that there would have been a lot of Hearts fans walking but by, I, like it's, it's in a, it's in an area where it'd be frequented by yeah, Hearts fans. So it was absolutely bouncing. Uh, and then it was like they started putting on sort of dance music. So later on, it was like Ministry of Sound was on, and then everyone just tried changing lyrics to send with with Hibs fans like. Um, Jack Ross is a dancer, Stendhal is a chancer. You can feel it everywhere. <laughs> well, it sounds insufferable. Yeah, yeah. Fats and small. Hearts are going down. It was good. It was. Uh, it was. It was good. I just. I said it just surreal. I didn't realise that they were like that, and they've just basically that's now the place. That people are queuing up to get in. 
yeah, things like that. So uh, it was good fun. I was in I was in uh, Dickens yesterday after the Hearts Aberdeen game, and uh, there was a guy. So Dickens, mainly a Hearts pub. Uh, there was a guy just wearing a Celtic top in, and unsurprisingly, he was steaming and got into a bit of bother. Mm. So he had to. He's, he's like he did a big announcement on our way to Malone's, and the folk he was uh, with one of the women was like, "I'm no way to Malone's. I'm barred." <laughs> 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 well, this is a clientele you get around. Get around there. Yeah. Uh, my, I've got both a hotty and naughty, and it's festive drinking. Like, I'm just genuinely sweating booze constantly. <laughs> nah, nah, I've, been it's fun, I've been drinking the past two days. My, uh, my health has deteriorated uh, big time over the last week. Yeah, you're looking. I saw you, John. You, you can look the exact same as me. Like the bags on your eyes, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> Despite sleeping for I don't know, <laughs> about uh, an average of twelve hours the last three days. Yeah, I was in the pub yesterday for about ten hours. And then the day before, I was in the pub for about seven hours. And then Boxing Day, I was in the pub for about 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Uh, it, it, it's, it, fun, but it's fun, but... <laughs> yeah, um, you know what, that's why people do the dry January. It's because it's not because you want to, it's because you have to. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> Both financially and for <laughs> yeah, your well-being. Yeah, you just go to the pub and spend the... Like, my, my only issue is that I've got uh, two hospitality days in January. <laughs> We've got that. Like, the fourth is my last day of drinking. I'm not going to drink at all after that. I'll have a few beers in February. <laughs> Already talking before, in February just to put myself back at the training for Fowler Stagger. Oh, because I'm not I'm, going, I'm not going. I'm not drinking. Not drinking for six weeks and then going to that stag day. I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any fighters or not? Uh, my best uh, Christmas present was some that uh, uh, my got me, which cost her a fiver from Morrison's, but they were uh, fleece pyjama bottoms. She bought them the other day. I've not been out of them since. I was oh, genuinely okay. uh, aggrieved that I was having to get out of them today <laughs> yeah, yeah, to come, come into town to meet you guys, because uh, there's pyjama a bottoms. level of comfort that I've never known it was. Uh, pyjama bottoms are an underrated garment. <laughs> it was absolute class. I was at like that in a big, like, pretty, I was yesterday, I was just watching football all day on TV thinking this is class that's the one I'll be doing that as soon as I get back yeah. putting, putting the comfies on yeah yeah I've got schedule on now they're coming straight off <laughs> um, after the second is finishes um, naughties a nod to Ian Duncan Smith getting knighted it's oh, absolutely yeah. Yeah. unreal unreal unfathomable I'll not get too into politics but uh, for the type of work that I do I see what the damage that man has done and for him now, um, to, now to be knighted taken as a knight of the realm without even like but if you didn't know who Ian Duncan Smith was but you're showing a picture of him you would just go arrogant yeah, yeah. <laughs> an arrogant prick and, and just, you, don't even, you don't even need to know who he is or and like these, these like I don't understand knighting so these policies even if you do good ones people always lose out uh, and you know people are always affected uh, when you're doing like welfare and stuff even if you do like the best possible so I don't think it's ever something that should be knightable it's not like, I just don't yeah. think it's, it's a weird thing to it should, well, it's be, also something that that should be done quietly like, and with dignity we're not like, we're like well well done like yeah. look you've put more children in poverty or even if you alleviated it like, it's, the, like I, give it to movie stars and Andy Murray. <laughs> the, wor- um, the worst thing about the like a the honor system itself is a total fucking disgrace. Yeah. Exa- but even if it does exist, what the worst part of it is, like if you're dealing with the reality that it does exist, is then you get all these people being like, well, how does this person have a CBE? But this person's achieved so much more, and everyone yeah. only got an OB. Yeah. Like, it, like, it's like yeah, it's like I totally get if it's for recognizing someone that's been like a lollipop lady for forty years and yeah. like, made a real difference in people's life. But if you've already got rich off the state or whatever then uh, maybe no yeah the whole system yeah maybe that's my naughty uh, like, that, the, that's the, whole the whole order system yeah <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's, yeah I don't know if I've had quite a nice level even things I mean apart from just having to walk through Waverly there that'd be my only naughty just people are fucking <laughs> oh yeah wait, that was the hell they were trying to get through over, over it's Waverly even there. just you know, over the bridge people's here. complete lack of awareness that uh, of other people oh it's, is, it's, is, incredible. It's, it's, it's incredible it's wild and it's only going to improve over the next days oh yeah there's, a, there's another naughty for you in Edinburgh just Edinburgh it's, um, yeah the underbelly people having to Get um, passes, passes, so they can get into their own homes. That is dystopian future stuff. That's why it's absolutely mental. I've got two mates that just missed out in the city centre, and then they're only allowed to have six friends over. Yeah, and plus the houses around here, people who bought there, talking like half a million pounds and stuff like that. If I pay half a million pounds for a house, I would have whoever I want over. (laughs) (laughs) The police came out and said that's not enforceable. So like, what, like, what you, what you going to do? Yeah, you have to have, uh, you had to apply if you wanted like weeks in advance if you wanted to have more than six people around around your house. 
what are you talking it's about? Mental. I, like, in Edinburgh, it's a, it's a cool place and that, but it's becoming like it's just sort of not for living. Like, you're not that you're not welcome to I live it's here. It's for visiting. Yeah. It's for visiting, and it's going to worry about it getting worse and worse and worse. Because Fowler, might, when we said, "Well, we're doing this on a jury's in because we couldn't be bothered going to the Scotsman offices because <laughs> there'd be a trek for all three of us." Yeah. So um, when Fowler mentioned, "Oh, good luck trying to get a quiet pub in." Uh, in Edinburgh like day before New Year's so I was like, I was like it's still a Monday afternoon I thought it'd be, it'd be quiet it's coaching other than this place it's fucking coaching yeah, yeah, like, uh, in, in the train station just trying to like they're, they're bit, you walk you have to keep walking it's not just a place to stop yeah. they're, they're in front of the stairs I was standing there like, so I, what, I just stay here now this is where I live I'll never move again uh, uh, the final one I'll uh, bring it back around to football uh, Ranger statement about VAR yeah, I've not seen it. I saw that you guys posted. Talk me through it. Then. Just need to go up. Right? So they basically because the they, they, Stuart Robertson, managing director, has given a big list of incidents over the last few weeks, which uh, oh, decisions God. gone against Rangers, and they've I think they've used it as a um, they used as like kind of the perfect time to do it because even they won, they, so, won, yeah. they beat Celtic Ooh. despite some decisions going against them. And then to bring VAR out, but it was right, fair enough that they, they wanted to make a, a point. But if they generally want VAR, I, I've not even been watching the Premier League. I've been seeing people's comments on social media about how disgraceful it is. It's, and it's, then it wasn't until I was in the pub yesterday that I'd actually kind of I was half watching the we were half watching the Liverpool Wolves game. Right, and that, that. A couple of decisions with VAR, I was like, this is this is wild as shit. It's just when they were all sitting the wheels. watching that. Yeah, yeah. Because no. I only really watch English Premier League in, in the pub mainly. That's yeah. when I would when I watch it. Uh, and yeah, and just when you're chatting and you look up, you just because you, you're saying you half watch, so you look up at the screen and then suddenly all the dots are coming down. Like, oh fuck, this is shit. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I guess like I know, and then people say, oh, VAR's not the problem; it's the rules. And it's like, yeah, it is and all that, but it, it's still it's just shite. Like uh, that's all. Like and like and this, uh, oh well, VAR's coming, so we just got to accept it. No, we don't. No, like, actually, I've seen that. I've seen like, that. Like, I disagree. Like, yeah, I think I think. Could kill I clubs th- in this country. I think, Look yeah. how bad the 10,000 seat stadium thing was for clubs. Th- yeah, Imagine exactly. how that you need to have implement, and you also need to hire what four more refs and stuff like that because you need to have a panel of people doing it. It's just a fortune. It's yeah. not even the cops. Like I just don't. I just don't think we should be moving, like moving football away from what it is. Like this, the whole the whole thing is it's just a fucking game. Yeah. Like it's just a game. So accept that referees are fallible like that's the thing like it's it's not like uh, I don't know a, a, a shite sport like tennis or whatever where the ball's in or out and stuff like that like there's degrees of judgement that has to be made by the referee like you because because it's a contact sport and cause like things like and sometimes you get decisions for you sometimes you get decisions against you but that's the, that's why we love the sport because there's something you can be indignant about later on yeah, but, like, pub, you know, yeah. like that gets you go, like whereas if you remove all the joy and the, all the, the, the spontaneity, spontaneity. Oh. I mean that Wills thing was mental. Yeah, guy was like, going like, there. Like, funny, like, I did laugh because the style of celebration, yeah. the arrogant, the sort of like sort of pursed lips, the knee slide, the thing I'm kind of clinging on is the fact that a lot of Scottish football fans would have seen it and the, the detrimental effect it's having on English football yeah. and basically going we don't want that so put pressure uh, think right. SFA want the clubs to vote on well it's going to be the fans here. put pressure on their own club to Not say it's like yeah. so, so, so I think we will we'll definitely have it this season for the one thing is finally going to bring the Scottish football the, together the semi-final of the Scottish Cup in the final because they've got to test to it, test it for yeah. Euro 2020 and I think the Europa League last 32 games will be using it but I mean as again someone pointed out I retweeted it over the week it's like if Mars introduced for an old firm game, it's going to last till about half past four in the morning. I'm like, kind of like, that's one uh, thing I'm very curious to see. I think I one off. We'll try it once and the we'll, see, off. we'll <laughs> see how much of a farce it'll be. But like, I just, it's just not for me. Like the whole point, of the joy of like of watching Scottish football is it's as close to playing in the park as yeah. you can yeah, get. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like in that, and that's. That's what we should be clinging the on jumper. to. Uh, yeah, I think I saw a tweet where someone just said, like, uh, Scottish football should now market itself. If As, we don't have VAR, it's a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm with you. I actually do that. That should be the tagline for Sky Sports, even though they've slated their own league. No <laughs> <laughs> other product. So we move on to winners and losers of the last three fixture cards. Fixtures, weekends, whatever you want to call them. Games, yeah. weekdays. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> give me, give me a winner. A winner. Um, the shite teams. Okay. Okay. In general. Uh, I mean, St Johnston have won a decent run of form. Uh, they've not lost in five. 
St Mirren I've picked up a few points over that three week period there um, Hamilton managed to get yeah. two wins even fucking Hearts got a point <laughs> so, they got a point but uh, Hamilton also won yeah, yeah, it's the worst possible time for it to happen so uh, yeah like these teams putting together some actual semblance of form of positivity yeah, I think yeah. more than them. and it's like, really guys. good for them because you're going into a a winter break and it's so and it's easy. The hope, it's yeah. the hope that'll kill you. Yeah, so like having them, like having a putting all, all of them putting together a little bit of runs, a little bit of form, a few wins, and they can all go and feeling a bit better about themselves. Yes, and Johnson was uh, a big one for me. Is that uh, it wasn't until a mate mentioned it to me yesterday, just about their like the improvement in def- the defence. So they uh, they got beat four 0 by Motherwell. Uh, I think earlier on this month, and then since then they played uh, five games and conceded only one goal. This was a this was a defence that was shifting goals, um, shift, sorry, shifting goals, shifting goals, left, right, and centre. You take Wallace Duffy out of it, who has been <laughs> deemed better than Madden's Dreamer, and you bring Liam Gordon back into defence. You've got Callum Booth coming in for Scott Tanzer, and they've, just, <coughs> they've looked a lot more like the St Johnston of Foles. Yeah, yeah. And I think yesterday um, when they because there have been so many games um, Drew 1-1 one, one. Drew 1-1 one, one with Frost County. County but I think they were a well better team yeah I think that Tommy Wright made uh, mention of that as the fact that he was so pleased that they, they were adding a bit more of an attacking because I think that was been a criticism they've been a bit more stodgy but they've not looked that dangerous but they've added that against they added that against Ross County. Even though I something I enjoyed in the Ross County game was like rolling back the years seeing Ian Viger score in the Scottish Premiership. And for should Ross have been, all they should be yeah, sitting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, So I thought that was good fun. The I Kenny well, staying on St Johnston, uh, I think another winner has been Callum Hendry. He's uh, he's, he's been scoring goals, he's been scoring decisive goals, and then you look back at the winner against the Hamilton with Ali McCann scoring him, it was him that set up. You yeah. contrast that with Stevie May, and you've seen when <coughs> Hendry flicked on against Ross County, Stevie May was going through on goal, and you know exactly what he was trying to do, but the execution the when lot, he tried to lob Baxter so was bad. so, so poor. Uh, so so poor. That, the build up to, to McCann's goal was horrendous until McCann got his first touch and found Hendry like the rest of it was all just players just half kicking it and, and yeah. there's other, and McCann gets that one piece of quality and it just opens up the entire uh, the penalty box for, for Saints and now they're looking like you fancy it'd be really safe because they do have yeah. so Johnson do have sort of decent guys like Matt Kennedy and they've, got, uh, they've got match winners and they've got match winners so you think now that they're not going to be absolutely utterly shambolic at the bat they've also still got a couple of games in hand I think on yeah but I most, think they're both they don't they're get Rangers and Celtic maybe they're going to put the cat amongst the pigeons for the, yeah. for the title uh, race Matt Kennedy's had a, good, had a good few weeks and, yeah. uh, and, then, and then he gets linked to not move to Aberdeen and you're like oh right okay well maybe it's, maybe maybe he should have less good of time uh, yeah, 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 yeah so I mean the, one I way I think he would work he, I don't know because they would want to play him out of the wing because obviously uh, McInnes is obsessed with having wingers so Mc- McInnes was just draining every facet of uh, ingenuity and creativity yeah, yeah, yeah that's why I love Johnny Hayes so much because Johnny Hayes is brilliant but he was a workhorse as yeah. well and he was quite uh, and he's always like quite direct one trick he didn't do a lot of tricks or anything yeah. like that he was, like, you can see him being an easy player for a manager like McInnes to like but you, so you, you're thinking um, St Johnson it'll be an interesting um, January for them if Mike Kenny does get linked with uh, El but the way he was talking about a few weeks ago that he's going to be, make, be making signings so yeah you look at them they look like they can only improve uh, and that's why it's a big worry for uh, Hearts is uh, it's starting to get to the stage where you think they probably will probably be in a playoff even if it's because if St Johnson nah, are going to pull away I don't, I don't know so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really it? difficult one because it's five points but is it, my, my, my concern for Hearts Hearts is, are going to need I, to win about three games on the bounce at some point to take oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I, it's just not inconceivable but I think for at least as I suppose this is talking about the January window is St Johnson know what they need to build upon they know like Tommy Wright is known where he needs to go and buy where the fuck does Stendhal and McPhee uh, and the board at Hearts and whoever's making decisions whoever else is and whoever else is involved uh, you know where do they be- even begin to start saying right because there's surely an element of, of Hearts as January built is, is shipping boys out as well that's, and that's, 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 that's the people like, that's which is, which is St Johnson St Johnson have a really small squad so it's, it's easy to build things on out of it rather than Hearts where that's there's going to be exactly. a, a assembling and bringing in exactly. and that that you, you, uh, I hearts got Airdrie in the cup. I mean, there's a good and a bad thing probably from get, uh, from winning, uh, getting that game out of the way and maybe winning, but yeah. also 
the distraction of the cup could be actually quite bad for there's I think for, there's, for there's a lot there's a lot to say about Hearts in terms of kind of winners and losers from last season. Up until yesterday, it was just only going to be losers. But and they, they, yeah. the re- the reaction or reception that the team got after the game against Aberdeen, or when, um, for example, when Sean Clare got sent off, like uh, Sean Clare is is divided opinion, or just he's just been kind of almost like a hate figure. Mm. But he was almost a man got a standing ovation despite getting red cards. And then uh, <laughs> Arts Trutor and then stayed on brand. <laughs> and then uh, at the end, we won one. It's like uh, everyone like kind of stayed behind and, and clapped the team off, and it was uh, it was, it was a credible of, performance. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was like, Hearts looked a lot better. Watching, well, uh, Hearts, does it, even, even, even down to 10 men, I was like, turned around to my mate and said, I'm kind of really disappointed that we uh, we didn't really get a winner, uh, even after going down to 10 men and then Niall McGinn scoring. But it shows that there is, I think Hearts fans appreciated the steeliness there that they uh, that we held on. And There's a massive difference with taking Ben out as well. Massive. That's yeah. what I was going to say is that uh, one of my uh, biggest losers was going to be Craig Halkett because against Hibs, he, looked, he was absolutely shot so far off the pace. Yeah. Then take Christoph Bed out. He was Halkett was really good yesterday. And he's, he's up against Curtis Main though. <laughs> that's, that's very, very true. <laughs> I'm gonna get on to Aberdeen. <laughs> the uh, you, you look at look at Stendhal he has he's, he mentioned after the Ips game he wants more players like Claire and Hickey who are um, are mobile and want to learn he and then Glenn Whelan Crystal Perra I don't think they've got much uh, well, Glenn Whelan's Whelan, gone yeah. he was he was pretty much mysteriously absent was, uh, he, was, he, was, he deserves it because I said oh, you guys have all been like Yusuf, Rob said for early on that he was here for one reason to get uh, to, like, to, like, to stay in the sort of and obviously in Scottish football you, you, it's still on the telly yeah. it's easily accessed um, um, by by your sort of Irish managers and the coaching staff to come and watch games and that and he'll still be in the public eye but he was just using hearts for that and now that it looks like that they can't make it he's sort of just down tools well, right away. Said, and he'll be on good money See, I think that's how I really find that really fucking galling like so even though I'm not a Hibs fan I'm like what that's a wank. The, uh, the uh, paid because you, you mentioned Levine clean up his own mess, and it's, it's very much like a like a, a dog who's um, it's that, that old kind of um, kind of this is good. This is good. Incontinent dog. If you shat on the um, if you shat on the carpet, you rub their nose in it. And I think it's like Levine's been having to get his, his nose rubbed in the shit. But it's, um, it's I think come Airdrie game, there's going to be a very Different look to that Hearts ah. team, and that's going to be exciting, but it could also be yeah, exactly. There's been linked, linked with four Stokes City players on loan, and you, even when I seen it, it's like that's that doesn't spell. That's got uh, Pat Fenland January transfer. However, twenty twelve two, two of them I worked with uh, worked with Stendhal at Barnsley, and they need to, basically Hearts need to get a positive result and a positive performance against Airdrie to go into Ross County away which uh, again yeah, I mean, lose, like, lose I mean, that I mean, the, that is the, this is my big thing yeah because the, the only transfer. needs Hamilton to get one more win and then it's eight and then yeah, you're like that yeah. is a lot of fucking points and, uh, I mean the fixture <laughs> the fixture schedule from the SPFL Premiership is mental when you come back as well you, you go you go directly from Scotch Cup. Scotch Cup into a midweek game, yeah. then there's a Saturday game, and then there's a midweek game after that, or the week, or the week after there's, that. There's like two it's very like close two together. very quick midweek games. So just like almost negates, anyone that's having a negates a winter break. Aye, yeah, which is great, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely fantastic if you uh, had a skill uh, <laughs> January as well. What I would also be angry about if uh, Hearts is like yeah, like going for all these players if they stock because there's connections and stuff. Hearts have a huge backroom staff, like loads of people. They should have an absolute. Like millions of players that they follow and be yeah. uh, be after. Like it shouldn't be suddenly like looking for a quick Lincoln where a, a club down south because there's a Lincoln with a manager or where the whole the whole structure of the club needs needs looked at and uh, needs there's a lot at. of money spent on yeah. that. There's a lot of people there's like the hearts are big clubs. So there's a lot of guys yeah. in the background who aren't earning them or they're either not earning the money or they're not being used. They're not being utilised whatsoever. Yeah. Can uh, I just so on a quick one for losers? Um, Ewan Murray's tears. Uh, on on the day after on the day of the derby was unbelievable. Like just I've never known a a journalist uh, taking uh, a defeat of their team so badly, uh, and that includes a note I've known you and, and Fowler for a number of years. <laughs> <laughs> like, fantastic, fantastic. I stuff. think he's I think he's uh, finally come to the realization that Craig Levine made a right 
Yeah, because it was it was very weird. It was he angry at people for why are you bringing it up? Well, I thought it's Twitter, mate. Anyone can have an opinion on the game that they just watched. <laughs> so uh, leaving Hearts there, I'm going to choose Neil Lennon as a loser. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, getting lose. dominated by or getting out out out, out thought by Again, Steven Gerrard once more. Like I, I said that. Uh, I think if, uh, on the group chat just after the, after the final I, th- I said I actually think this will the defeat will play into Rangers advantage because I think Celtic are complacent or were going to be complacent going into this game I just had a feeling that Celtic if would they had like, lost like, they oh, lost, lost, lost the cup final they'd force them to reassess things and you and instead of thinking oh we got away with that one uh, really need to have a look at our midfield they kind of said ah oh, well <laughs> Morales said Diddy blah 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 like, yeah. you know, and, so, and, and that's Twice that's two. That's 180 minutes of football where they have just be, had been run over the top uh, in midfield. Like, do you, it's do you think and it, conversely that this defeat will be uh, almost a positive for for Celtic? The fact because it's before January. It's like it's potentially. Because, I mean, that's because, that, because it's before January. But also, they realise like right, fuck. We really, really need to switch on To a degree, I, it could be. But my my concern is that. It happening so close to the January transfer window means panic. Like the, 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 you, you end up buying players or uh, going, pursuing players that you think are going to uh, placate, pl- placate the fans rather than do what Celtic need to do. They are still in the driver's seat. They're, they're still firm favourites, I think, to win the league. But it's just a sm- it's just a very creeping uh, amping up. I think of the pressure uh, and I, like I. I I, I think I think the title, I think the problem in the title this year, I'm not convinced for next year. Like because I think that if Rangers can sort of just keep on building, build and building what they're doing, then um, because I mean, just I mean, he's, it's the way he set up the team yeah, it was was weird. Uh, like, well, and then like just uh, McGregor, Forrest, all those all those players that just didn't show up when we criticised them in the past before Rogers arrived of just just not being able to do the big not being able to form in the big games and stuff like that they just they all just and then the substitutions were weird as well it ended up it was, it was very um with Christopher Julian ended up going up front it was kind of just like that that, that, yum, desk, yum, yum. that desk yeah. measure uh, you've not seen them for Celtic for a long time yeah uh, I think because Gerard done a number on them because um, Kent basically played centrally um, and that sort of flooded their whole area so when Rangers were getting the ball they were able which they've done many times this season they're so impressive they're so good at moving out the ball from defence into midfield oh, yeah. going through the gears through the lines in that sort of one-two touch uh, and we spoke about before like my favourite performance I've seen this season by any team was Rangers in Portugal against Porto Port, yeah. in that second half because of that like, and doing it in such a, a grand arena and they've done it yesterday going into Park Kenwell like, the bravery and that's something that Gerard's done he, he, he's always convinced them all like, they really have a lot of a belief to do that and then Kent in there and then so that, that meant that Barisic has all the room to go down the flanks and, it, Kent, it, and then but then Celtic it nullifies them because then Christie couldn't get involved in the game mm-hmm. uh, and they looked ball and goalie looked nervous to go forward mm-hmm. which is very unlike him because normally ball and goalie spends his whole day and I noticed that the amount of time like, they need to be fair to them they've done a bit on sports scene showing all the room that there was for Celtic to go down the flanks and they just weren't using it they were all coming in to, and then doing exactly what Rangers wanted and they were getting stodgy uh, but then Rangers would just make a few passes and suddenly they've got the whole the whole pitch and how did that there, there would be a bit of a worry from Rangers perspective in fact it was only 2-1 as well the, the, like again that you can have all this domination it did feel a bit like a, an Edinburgh derby in that regard sometimes where Hibs absolutely dominate and still don't come away with an emphatic yeah. victory yeah. whereas Celtic can still thump Rangers on yeah. their day Rangers still haven't handed out that that doing, that, that, that doing that, uh, but I mean, going, going, to, going to Celtic Park. I mean, obviously, hammering Celtic would be would send out a big message. Yeah. But going to Celtic Park and winning and yeah, winning such a professional the so like one of the winners was not just the old firm game, but kind of looking back, Hibs game as well was Joe Aribo. And yeah. I think he has come onto a game the last few weeks because he has been. Because I think he's uh, Gerard just kind of moved around the midfield, so I think he started, He played the. Too deep, 
I think to start the season mm. but he's played much more advanced you've seen the goal against Hibs was fantastic it's, 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 the it's, influence it's, he can have in the final third and picking up those um, those pockets that, that just quick, in off the, the, quick, off the, the quick pass for Morelos in the game against Kamarnock as yeah. well like you know that, that, oh, yeah, that, that, lovely that maybe at the start of the season that's something that he lingers on a little bit too like he takes a second touch or whatever I like I like I think we all like Teribo pretty start he's just yeah. one of those he's very easy on the eye he's yeah. got a lovely first touch he just like bags and bags of ability uh, but he did fall off a bit and you know it was like pretty weird so I was like he's probably the best out of that like he's a better football player than Ryan Jack he's probably a better footballer than Glenn Kamara you know yeah. what I mean? uh, he looked like he was going to be nowhere near he's, he's another one who's got a much probably a higher ceiling than anyone in that kind of midfield yeah yeah like you can see him going moving forward so it was a bit strange but he's really and, and credit to Gerard again because he's been willing to actually make a change rather, yeah. which, which is different what we're talking about with Lennon he wouldn't change anything yesterday, even though it wasn't working it's that arrogance of we'll play our game how I want to play it even though this team is, isn't a million miles away from you and on there, when they're if they're playing better, then you do need to change. You do because you're it's not working. Yeah. Um, and he just but, but stubbornness uh, that, Neil, you, that and, Neil Lennon has. He, he's a stubborn and guy. The changes he did make weren't weren't tactically astute. I didn't think. No, and it was like you no. know, didn't 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 change the game in the way it needed to. Didn't didn't have Celtic no, 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 uh, imposing no, 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 no. on the didn't have Celtic impose themselves on the match. So um, I don't know if you've got any, anyone else from from Old Farm or just uh, for the last few games of Old Farm match, but uh, Chris uh, Chris or Julian has uh, again another one who even seen it in uh, St Mirren game and uh, sports scene highlighted highlighted it. He was just he's um, there's, there's at times when he just looks like that really really fine uh, fine player who's just who can command who can pass who can like score goals he's just a threat in there but then there's there's oh, days like against Rangers he just he can be so easily un- uneased yeah yeah. He's, I mean and Mirelos always... had day two on toast yeah. Yeah, I know that's what Stuart said but it was really was uh, right he was totally were, they were absolutely terrified every time he went near them I th- yeah I uh, the last thing is I and uh, <coughs> Julian like on their day looked like absolute Rolls Royce Defenders, yeah. you know, like you're like you can see the, you know, the, uh, physically they are quite um, Van Dyke like as well, and sometimes that thing, and they are very confident in the ball at the feet, but their ability to be rattled in comparison to even now looking like looking Golds, Goldson didn't look rattled once you know like, yes, we, we, we talked about it on uh, Patreon you looked, you, his facial hair is so weird <laughs> you look at Van, Van Dyke and Denier they, they didn't really seem to be uh, rattled and they, they just played, played with that yeah, that kind of calmness and that composure whereas Ayer and Julian they you can get in their heads and Ayer looks like a star of draft sometimes like he's just like uneasy I mean, getting beat at that corner like not, being, not even able to get into the air for Katic's goal was was, was really something. poor, and I think it is uh, that he again he, he's one of those players that annoys me in terms of he, he spends more time trying to referee the match. Yeah, that's, the say, you know, that's a new thing for Ayer, mm-hmm. quite quite new. And do you think that's actually maybe he's, he's got too ahead of himself, and he still needs to be because he's still young, he's still learning, he still needs to be concentrating more on his game because it's easier if you're like. Even Scott Brown, who was always mouthy, even when he was at Hibs, whatever, but it's easy when you're in the centre midfield and you're, you know, like you've got a whole defence behind you yeah, and you yeah. make a mistake. He needs to be like fully concentrating, and there maybe will be a time in the future where he can do all that shite yeah. that you want. That you, I'm all for it, really. But um, I think maybe he needs to concentrate on the game because he's not that he's not that good yet to be trying to referee a game noise up fans noise yeah, up players yeah. and also play yeah. Yeah. there's a lot to think about so so I think this might be that might coincide with our winner as well but like so my winner is Alfredo Morelos last year but also combined with that is Celtic fans obsession with him which is bordering on unhealthy and we saw some of the videos which were really uh, awful uh, some of the stuff that he was subjected to racial abuse and like, obviously that's that's absolutely appalling but this the obsession with Morelos not scoring is actually been detrimental, I think, to Celtic because he, he's, he's absolutely he's, picked some of the cleanups. Yeah, he's not like scoring. He's, but he's, he's done yeah. everything for the front. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like he's. He is do not he's because he's not scoring and he's a striker everyone assumes that he has it like but I would I would take that performance over a striker who scores two goals every like you know because he, he led to the front he was one of the best players like, he, how is how often did he get the ball and then move Rangers up the pitch oh, as well. Like, it's, he's, uh, like again, we, we talked about him earlier, we talked about him in the Patreon as well and stuff like that. And he's just like, 
I guess, sheer like, power. Yeah, yeah, like, and then yeah, getting sent off. Yeah, brilliant. Like oh, it's just yeah. like uh, yeah, that was bit, that a was dive really, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a dive when you're already winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whistle's about to go. But yeah, yeah, the, the free kicks he was winning before that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The one down the right yeah, hand yeah. side, like, was just so clever. Just just edging himself in front. So and you look, look, you look at that. You look at the um, people call the uh, people call the dive and get sent off. It's really stupid, but he is like a really really intelligent. Football, and I don't yeah. think he gets enough credit for no, his intelligence of, uh, of of his play and of his just being able How to. How he holds his runs and stuff like that. Like, well. they, they, using his perif- uh, peripheral yeah. vision to like see what's around them and what's coming, when to step across a defender, when to roll a defender. It's uh, it, it's just brilliant. And it's like standing at the Hearts game yesterday, and someone goes, "Oh, Rangers down to t- uh, ten men," and then another other someone else goes, "Ah, it's Alfredo Morel." So everyone just starts laughing, yeah. and I go, oh, "It was for simulation." And it was just everyone just gets. <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious. Uh, so. Moving away from uh, Ranger Celtic and just the old firm game in general, um, who else? Martin Boyle. Yeah, got him, as, got him as a winner. <laughs> got to be. What a guy. Um, Played in the middle as well for the first time in the while. Jack Ross, yeah, I mean, that's sort of tactically, uh, Martin Boyle has not really ever performed that well for him in that central role. I think a lot of people didn't want him, category didn't want him to play there. But I think it shows how weak Berra is that it was like for Jack Ross's first time that he's done anything sort of more off the cuff yeah, yeah. Uh, in any game where he's went something that's like you can clearly see that's a decision that I've made yeah. and I'm going to hang my hat on that when I've when I seen the line, hips line up for the, the derby I thought that's 4-2-3-1 oh, uh, Canberry being out you know, yeah, 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 yeah. but then uh, Boyle it's like I was petrified in that first half every time Boyle made a run yeah. or even just just like just, just but it's, it's, I, like the first goal is obviously terrific and the technique to follow, to follow it and so yeah. the second goal is more impressive just because of his ability to keep the anticipation, to keep, huh? the anticipation but also to keep this balance and still get the shot away yeah I mean I think it's not a secret I don't think he's the, the sharpest knife in the drawer uh, Outside the football, but mm. like you know, that he there is he's building, fun, man, though. He's yeah. Bi- yeah, he's building his football intelligence. Like compared to like when you when you well, again, we always talk about when he first arrived on that that swap loan deal, and everyone's like, "What the fuck has happened? Like, what the fuck is going on at our club?" Sort of thing. What's it? Is it that Neil Lennon has to take a lot of credit because that was like the real change. And I think Neil played Yeah, and he's and he's just improved markedly, and he deserves a lot of credit. And he's just came back from sort of two major injuries yeah, back yeah. to back that are really difficult and. Uh, uh, he's absolutely superb and that, that Scott Allen pass for the first one the, the hooked cross uh, obviously I think there's a bit of debate about that but I think that says more about again better and how kit in there is that there was a modicum of intelligence in there it wasn't just a hoof I, I don't think he, he means to drop it right on yeah. his right foot to lob the goalie but he's an area that keeps pressure on yeah him. and he knows fine well that then he's going to have them turning and he knows that he's going to have Boyle go well, there's, well, a, well, there's a if I hook this in there's a 70% chance that Boyle's going to get to it before well, any of them let me ask you uh, let me ask you about the derby it's, uh, as, as a whole were you disappointed that Hibs didn't just like go for the jugular? Go for the jugular because at when Boyle rounded uh, Pereira made it two 0 there was up until that point you're thinking Hibs could really step up here and win, It'd be three four up by, by half time because every time Hibs won the ball they, they were easily easily to um, uh, kind of get from A to B. Transition very, very quickly and just open, like take advantage of Hearts' open midfield. I think it's still a team that's terrified of conceding. Like at the moment, I think that, that, that still needs to work on. So I think there was an element of let's let's solidify. Mm. Um, I, think, I think for too long, Hibs have, Hibs have kind of there's been some instances this season where they've just carried on played as they are and then they concede and then like I think the win two 0 up like it's, it's been a number of times a season. We've given away wrong, what, eighteen we've points. Eighteen points yeah. from Hibs. I think that plays and also Jack Ross knew that allowing Hearts to have the ball wasn't overly dangerous the, yeah, yeah. the main way Hearts really scored is if we were committing men and there was a ball over the top yeah. so I think Jack Watts just thought I want to win this match and well, that, is, that, is, that, that is the way that is the way that I will win the match is if I allow Hearts to have the ball which for a fan's point of view is a bit Sad and special, but I mean, it's first time since I've been born that we've won back-to-back games at Tynecastle, so uh, I, won't get, I won't get I won't get overly greedy. I think, and, and this, it's, it's a weird position because if you if we were recording this in the aftermath of Boxing Day, we'd be high as a kite. So I think mean, so we'd be talking about what a masterstroke it was to finally he's realised what everyone else has realised, and Stevie Mann and Scott Allen can't play in a 
midfield together. Yeah. Slivka coming back made you made a real like Slivka was good. Slivka, like, yeah, yeah, was. like was a, uh, you know, McGregor come back as a master stroke and stuff. And then they go to Livingston and just do not look at the races. And it's like such an insipid performance. It's the obvious thing to happen. And this is classic. But this is but this is Hibs. I've done like they've had great performance. You know, his first game against Motherwell, Aberdeen, the Derby. You big big performances. And then this is still a team that goes to Ross County and loses, goes to Livingston and lose. Didn't really land a punch on Celtic or Rangers. You know, there's, there's still, there's still yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done. And I think that's, I think that's, I think that's probably in a quite good place for Hibs because that squad isn't good enough. Uh, and so the, the, maybe it's just, the, the realism has been tempered. But uh, I think, I think, but, yeah. But again, it's I don't. When I look at one to eleven, the team, it's difficult to see where we need to improve. We just I know want, we, we just, we just know we need to improve. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we could get an Olmiunga that style type player, or just Stefan Olmiunga back, I think you need. To, I think Ross has mentioned that Halberg is not a defensive midfielder. He's done he's well there. He's yeah, doing well there, but he's wasted. I Ross has mentioned that he really needs a, a, a kind of tackler in there. Someone yeah. who's going. Oh, we don't like. I mean, the, the, I mean, the defeat to Rangers was. Awful. Oh, in terms yeah, of, like, just being able to just watching the midfield, not being able to. Make I a don't tackle. think I don't think you'll see a Jack Ross team until the summer. No, the, no, the I, summer. Think is, I think uh, again the league's weak enough though that if Hibs were just to get a, get a, um, a a decent midfielder like that, 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 if they got that one position yeah. right and maybe another centre half, if they went and done that two, two well, signings. Um, no, nah, I reckon you could go the rest of the season with Canberry, Doyle, and then Boyle if you need to. Um, you know, but not, not, I mean, not, not, not fancy Ollie Shaw. Uh, not up. particularly, not the, not the greatest young striker in Europe. Um, <laughs> but we've got, I reckon you could, if we got those two positions, then even though there's 10 points in it or whatever, I still think Kibbs could go for Europe if they got those bit right because mm. the teams are weak enough yeah. uh, and there's enough shit in this league that you could see with the talent the players Hibs already have, add a couple, add even one the midfielder, I could see Hibs going on a seven game undefeated streak. Uh, and then you could catch up with. To be fair, we had like a nine-game one. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but there was just mainly draws. But I mean, like actual wins. Are yeah, like maybe five yeah, wins yeah. or something. Uh, and then, then you're suddenly you're right on the coattails of Aberdeen. I think Aberdeen are, are there to be caught if you want to, if you're able to, you can do it. And thank you for bringing us to Aberdeen, uh, Twenty. <coughs> because <laughs> I got a little cough. Got a little cough. Losers, ready. Aberdeen fans. Um, they having to watch that team. Oh, honestly, we uh, the. Kept on turning round to the, the mates of the, the game, like Aberdeen. Sorry, mates kept on turning round. Just like Aberdeen are so so shit. They're so bad to watch. And, uh, they sold out. They, they had a great away support. They sold out. Oh, they, they always do. They always yeah, do. They was like thirty four quid or thirty five fifty when you put transaction fees. Absolutely. Nearly started, not say, we quid, we Nearly forty quid to get to to Tynecastle to watch that. I mean, um, again, Hearts weren't great, but. Aberdeen were just so so poor and I just can't see it getting better anytime soon under McInnes in terms of this um, in terms of just a complete change in style that they play because it is just so it must, urgent it must be so frustrating because you, you saw the, the first goal uh, against Livingston uh, on Boxing Day <coughs> yeah. you know, uh, McGinn to Ferguson to McLennan great goal pace yeah that's but that's what that's what, that's but you never see you never see Aberdeen doing that quickly. It's all very methodical. It's all very um, shit basically. It's not really exciting to watch. Uh, yeah, I mean again, Bruce Anderson. He might not be great, but oh Christ! If you're an Aberdeen fan, you'd much rather watch him trying and failing than Curtis May. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he played Dean Campbell at left back, and then within 10, 15 minutes, he changed it against Hearts, and Viner went to right back, and Shane Logan went across to left back, and he just—it just seems like he's. Um, it's almost Sometimes self-indulgent the way he manages. We've spoken about this, but I mean, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. And I was talking about like when he that win against Motherwell when he switched everything around. He's just a smart. Yeah, it's like he's playing trying to play chess uh, and just like uh, just trying to out, out 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 smart and just kind of almost prove like I am I am I'm really uh, smart. Just, why don't you not, set up a team attacking football at the moment? Does that does that maybe say that um, show that because he's hit his ceiling, he's got bored. I think that could be a very so good now, point. And then, so he, maybe he's got bored now, and then, so he tries to sort of keep it interesting for himself and sort of keep proving that well, he's, that is, he's I, an excellent. That it's about me. It's not yeah. just about Aberdeen. I, I don't know. I'm absolutely conjecture. Yeah, it's conjecture. But, but then it's not as if they're 
miles and miles ahead as best of the rest. If you know what I mean, like if you mm. like, I can understand the boredom coming in if you were you know, twelve points behind second place and then twelve points yeah. ahead of, of fourth. It's not. It's not like they're cruising to third place at the moment. Yeah, and, they're, and, they're actually and, missing a trick this and season. And also, like, surely they could easily be out. I mean, that's they could way ahead third. Way, way, way in the third, which allows you to plan crazily for Europe yeah. which allows you to generate more money which allows you to you know, like, which is all he wants to do the Europe's yeah. the only thing that's, that's kind of and maybe he's winning another cup yeah, but the thing is the, and, yeah, which will not, not I don't think it'll ever happen because they've not got the mentality for but uh, uh, but that Europa stuff like they've had some good results they've yeah. had some like, but they've also had some, some miserable ones as well but this idea that you know that they can kick on to the next stage the next stage is kicking on is Getting to the Europa Cup. If they get to Europa League group stages, that's a total game changer for Aberdeen mm-hmm. in terms Especially of the like, If any Scottish club makes the, uh, beyond Celtic Rangers makes the group stages and they have smart people in charge of their cups, so that, that should uh, just even doing it once, because uh, it's happened in Ireland and stuff like that, it's just getting to that stage once. It should be enough to have a decade of domination between the rest of the teams because the money's just yeah. such a game changer. But uh, he doesn't appear to want to do that. Just, just, he, 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 he just generally get the feeling he's sucking energy out of the Aberdeen fans. Uh, well, that's the thing. He's not doing. He's not necessarily always doing the post-match interviews and stuff like. Again, it must be boring once you've done. Like I cannot imagine once speak to as much a nice guy he is like Tyrone Smith from STV or BBC now. Like for the for the for it must be he's the, sick of clicking those buttons uh, off little badge. Like, we just see the same uh, thing yeah. over and over and over again. Four times, four times a week for the last six I, years. I, I speak like speaking to like folk in the media that there was there's people who cover Aberdeen much more regularly than uh, myself because I'm only there from a Hearts or Hips perspective. They're like basically they could almost write what McInnes are going to come in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you just I think there's needs to be a part in the ways uh, at the end of the season. Uh, and it needs, to be, it needs to be done sensibly because yeah. of the power he has. Like, yeah. uh, there's so much. I mean, that, yeah. that's 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 I, I was talking about every time I read the Aberdeen forums how much they hate McGinnis, and I was like, like um, he's been your most successful man. Just yeah, yeah. So, like, when I was making, like, like, you look at it for the two ways, uh, but then an Aberdeen fan was tweeting me after he played the Easter Road saying that's what we're talking, and I see it now. It's like they will always get results against the ship because of the style of play yeah. they have. It's built for playing. Sort of Scottish football against the crap, like yeah. it's built for that. So you will always pick up the results, but that's just boring, isn't it? Really, and you're not winning it. So I can see why there's so much. So the the familiarity is just bred content now, isn't it? Big time. Uh, I've got a winner. Uh, Motherwell's fans. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. It's quite, contra- the, 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 quite, quite controversial. One of them's Graham. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my loser was uh, Motherwell's pride of line. line I, I mean, <laughs> we, we get to that. Okay. What the club, what the club did versus what the fans did. Like you, know, I, it was just. Uh, I just thought it was in, over six thousand home fans yesterday for mm. the for the derby, which is exceptional. Like you, know, the for a club that mother, Motherwell size, like you obviously they're trying to grow it the whole time, but it was more. Uh, more so, uh, watching the highlights of the Ross County game, and I was like, "You, you remember you used to watch? You seen the the, the action unfold at the at Victoria Park, and it was just the noise it was coming from." Mm. And I was like, "Jesus, it sounds like there's an atmosphere there." Yeah, which yeah. You know, normally get even, even when <laughs> even, even when the old firm were there. Like, yeah, and, I just, I and I remember that. And I and been I was up there a couple of weeks ago for the Hibs game, and Hibs were even quite quiet even when we went won the lot and stuff. And then so I was expecting when it panned back there was a huge traveling support, but no, it was it was a really small sport. But they were just making it as the, 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 the wee gang with the the mother boys, boys with like, the wee guy that's and, got the peaky blinders hat, like, the megaphone stand. I noticed that when I went to for part this season. Aye, and you what fair play to them, like making an absolute din in the racket and having a good time. The, and then we saw like the big uh, just team. like that French yeah. blogger getting huckled out. And yeah, so, so Ross County stewards were on my. Yeah, that, that was very job like, what, like, what job's worth? Like, You're an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Like, oh, relax, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to enjoy football. I think, like, the mother are a good example of sort of like the young team and what they can do. I think it is important to have them. I, they're wanks. Like, they're not wrong. I know that they are, but they, they're important. Uh, they're the ones with the energy. They're the ones who haven't been <laughs> been through the ringer for long enough now to all grow to hate it. So they just do it for the fun and the day out. And I, they can be a bit wanky, but you need them. You need the atmosphere. It's fun. I'd much rather have like, them there than no one there yeah, at all. Exactly. The it? videos for Easter Road when they done the walk um, for Tyne Castle, for example, they done the walk from the Roseburn yeah. with the sign. I know it's all the naughty boys there and they had all the flares in that building. Brilliant. And they were singing and everything. Much better stuff. than those Celtic dads in their apartment that set the smoke alarm off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, 
Yeah, which is even it's the uh, it's the aesthetics of it as well because yeah. you, you look at them. You mentioned the Hamley game, the big crowd, that area where the Muller Boys are, like two sections, are absolutely jam packed. Yeah, because everyone wants looked, to go sit yeah, there. Yeah, it just looked, it just looked great, and I think it, it, it adds so much more fun and kind of um, energy. To, to for me people like us who maybe don't really do it that often but for me if I end up in that area and I've been to the pub for a couple of hours for the game suddenly I'll start doing it oh, exactly. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and yeah, I would never normally oh, and it's good to see for uh, another a winner but this is probably going back a few more weeks uh, Kelly installing the uh, safe, safe standard yeah, as well yeah. That's a great stand. Yeah. So, who is it you were saying that Mr. Hearts missed a trick with? Hearts missed a huge trick. Yeah. That's, we, we still stand at uh, Section M, but again, it's it's just it's policed a bit too. Like, I'm not policed, it's, it's more. Um, it's not as. Uh, you're more likely to well, you're, 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 you're also aware that you can be told to sit down at any yeah. point and you're breaking the loop. That's why I loved, it, um, I loved it at Tynecastle. I've said, obviously, the first time I've been at Tynecastle in years because I've been away. Uh, everyone on the way stands. Everyone on the I love it because I forget. Easter Road, obviously, you still have to sit down now. Uh, and you never used to because obviously my first watch of football was in the rickety stand and I, I miss it because everyone you couldn't sit in there because you wouldn't be able to see like, it wasn't like a, a choice I've got uh, I've got I've got two Livingston um, aspects as winners. Livy finished the finished the decade as the highest team in the Lovians. Fuck off! You're not going to bait me into this, uh, Joel. Like. No, no, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? This uh, Livingston trying to create some oh, muscle, muscle in on this Lothian's uh, rivalry right, that exists. No, like, I, I disagree with I disagree with that. I don't uh, I, I don't sign up to that. But just in terms of can't just create one because you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. in terms of being ahead of Hearts and Hibs uh, yeah, after 20, 20 or so games uh, in, in the league, and they've not had they've had kind of. Uh, peaks and troughs this season, mm-hmm. but the, the fact that they're in the I'm top six, Stephen Lawson is a right back class move. Yeah, he's been he's, he's cool. He's, he's been good. very very good, and, and he does his own graphics and stuff. He does his own <laughs> graphics. He's just a, such a cool guy. Uh, yeah, Even though Marvin Bartley said that he's muted him on social media, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, London Knicks as well, double figures. Uh, he's hit double figures, and he's just again a, a, a big fan of him. And you look at you look at Aberdeen and and Hearts, and you think. Dykes is the ideal striker for Reader of Damus McInnes or whatever I think that's what like, it was the last few years it's been kind of talismanic strikers have, have come in you know we're talking Morales we're talking uh, Brian Graham to degree <laughs> so, but David Moyle uh, yeah yeah uh, like that was that what a performance that was yesterday um just a, a proper well, nuisance. I would like. I would like it if he went on to like be good. Yeah. Uh, Boyle, because yeah. I just I'm, I get so bored of like Hamilton. Like, those, those clubs uh, having like then they've got players who have like three good games in a year. Yeah, I actually want to get excited about one of these guys that actually is the real deal. And and because he, like his leap for the goal was, was absolutely his leap for the to set up the, 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 the uh, opening goal for yeah, Hamilton for as well. McGowan, like, yeah. Agile, yeah. strong. Um, so I, I just I would like it if like what I, I, those clubs it'd be fun for them to have a real talismanic figure because yeah, yeah. I find that like the men they they don't have it's, it's just like fifteen Stevie fifteen, goal, 15 goal a season yeah, striker and, like, yeah yeah like, and it's just it's just more funny like having a guy that you can make up a song about and you can really thoroughly enjoy down the club everyone that ever in the club rather than just having like jobbers who make so like, like, over, over the year you've got three or four guys who all score three goals each. Like all you always maybe maybe it's not the case, but like in there when I first got going teams in the early nineties, every club had their striker. If you know what I mean, like Hearts it's had John, it's had John two, Robertson, two as well. Hibs had Keith Wright, St Johnson had St Johnson, and then Kilmarnock had Paul Wright. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, all these teams had a strike had the striker. If you know yeah. what I mean, had Tommy Coyne. You know, yeah, that's yeah, like, it's like like just their their number one guy. Now, yeah. like and a lot of clubs just don't have that at the moment. Like and like, like Livingston have got stay, it this year. They stay, for se- and they stay for seasons, so that's yeah. the thing. They are, they're there for the long term. I can see the every, ki- every kid who becomes a fan uh, gets yeah. the strip with nine on the back. just been uh, picked off after like one one or two good seasons. And yeah. that's what I hope. So I hope that they, rather than having these sort of like little jobbing strikers, that maybe this right. Moyle guys like just maybe good. But that, yeah, that McGowan Moyle partnership looked quite good. <laughs> 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 uh, I met Aaron McGowan when I was at he's a top boy as well. What's his Twitter one when he scores a goal it's a rhino yeah. rhino eye and then they all what's that is it get called rhino or something like that I've no idea. <laughs> I've never. I've never. Uh, oh, new his goal. His goal. Gif is him look, looking at a rhino. Like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking at a rhino. I was like, oh, cause I saw it, and then uh, everyone, and then, and then everyone after it's obviously just doing like gifs of different rhinos, <laughs> or, like or like, like a wrestler called rhino doing oh, finishing yeah. move stuff like that. I was just like, what's 
Uh, but, what, what's this? But fair play to Aki's for getting it bent right up Motherwell's yeah, uh, I mean, social media <laughs> videos. They feel like Mother was so rubbish, and Motherwell are having the season of their lives. Well, the, it's the best season since then. They sort of finished second those yeah, couple of times. They do a major hype video. And yeah. then they're playing Hamilton at, at home, and they must still manage to lose. <laughs> it's, I, I like I like the fact that the um, it's Motherwell and Hamilton are creating that that right. rivalry that, that rival, because you do you, you made uh, kind of Livingston trying to muscle in on ourselves. Yeah. But you do that's a rivalries. genuine rivalry. Yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need rivalries within within the Scottish Premiership because it, it does make it more fun. Aki's, yeah, because the Derby, for example, was enjoyable. Even yeah. though I was in the Championship. I, need to, I kind of eat, need to eat my, my hat with Aki's because I've watched them this season. And I feel like they're, they're terrible. They're terrible, but they've put in two uh, beat hearts. Obviously, they, 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 uh, I think well, absolutely Brexit. great goal. And like Mikel Miller's goal. Mikel Miller was absolutely, absolutely superb goal, and they played. I mean, Steve Robinson was, yep, uh, Aki's deserved to, to win because Mother was sort of playing. Mm, he was pissed off. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. They were speaking. Gogic was winning. They were just, I think they were. But then losing to St. Johnson is like. I don't that's that's, that's Hamilton, but uh, the fact that winning two two of these three games is huge over this, this period and opening a five point gap. That's, what, that's what, yeah, what really worrying for all these teams. Because all they need now is one sort of small purple patch, and then yeah. hearts are marooned. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, if, if Hamilton go and manage to, here's hoping. Yeah, here's <laughs> hoping. A man, Hamilton, St. Vincent Johnston match, just piece together another win or two before Hearts can get their act together. And then suddenly, even if Hearts get their act together, like still need them to claw back like eight, nine points. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Any other winners or losers? I don't think so. Uh... I was going to say um, we've talked about him plenty, but uh, Marciano is a loser because he was he was still suspect for Livingston. The first goal, the Hanlon just dragged into the goal. That was a very bizarre, goal. bizarre first goal. But the second goal, he was just he was positioned for a header. Yeah, it's like rooted to his line and Adam Bogdan. Come on I think, in, I think Marciano's time head's not in it. Yeah, um, I think. I think um, still pulls the same. So he like, cause he is, cause he's just an excellent. Like, I know it's shots, but I know they're all meant to be. But he is sort of like a, he was. He's probably the one, the, the goal in the league who makes the most spectacular. Yeah, sort of saves. You see that against Machino in the but, army, yeah. but he switches off far. But too yeah, long. yeah, and like with the ball, he's, he's terrible at kicking. Like I'll always love him. I mean, we've had so many bad goalies, <laughs> so like I'll always have like a, a affection for him. But I think that last the duel with Maxwell. Really, it's, it's thrown him off, and now I think he's he's been. I think he's angling for a move. Work, I imagine the background. He's been working his ticket. Uh, that's my, that again, again. This is conjecture. That again, this is just my, my feelings. Uh, him's getting bogged down and makes you think that he must be working his ticket in some shape or form. Um, and then Maxwell. So I think it's just get bogged down fit and in the team because if we get the bogged down that we see the last time. Bogdan was excellent. Uh, I think we just uh, all we need is a, a seven out of ten keeper. That'll be that. Like, just all consistent and uh, hopefully the so the, the boy that's been so good. The boy that's on loan at um, uh, Dabrowski. Just, just hope that he continues to, to build himself up. But uh, a complete um, a loser that completely forgot about Alex Dyer. His uh, chance of getting the Kelly job. Yeah. They have been. I mean, they've just. I think they're just lacking in a uh, key attacking area. Like they just don't have. They are. We can have Stevie Ballard. We take what you. We take Dicker and But I think as as Craig Anderson tweeted saying that that was the most disappointing element of the game against Rangers was they went and set up like they did years ago when they didn't think they had a chance. Yeah. Cats chance in hell of picking up points, and that's. That's a regression for, for, I mean, given given the doings that, uh, or given the, the, the doings, well, there have been some doings, but more the tussles that come on and being able to have with Rangers to set up that ultra defensively and just try and frustrate Rangers. It's a, it's a nearly worked, it's, though. It, it nearly worked, but it's, it's still a huge disappointment. It's a huge drop like off than what you're used to. It's, so they get beat by St. Well, by St. Mirren and St. Mirren were the better side uh, but it looked like yeah when you saw it like, the highlights some of them were all over them it was like we actually were, saw they were like, saying like, uh, that was sort of the best attacking performance ah, they should have scored more goals and then if that's me if Kamarnik aren't even going to be that good defensively then what what team you've got nothing really. yeah got, you would they roughly running about making hand gestures <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would be a bit worried if a Kamarnik fan just because We've seen it before the the January to it's May easy the January to May drop off can for some it's teams. It's easy for it's easy for teams to get sucked like without. I don't want to be disrespectful to Kamarnik, but um, you have to look at the, over, the, over, the, over, the, over the decade. It's easy for teams like that to get pulled back in. It's as hard as it is to get yourself up. What are they away from the drop zone? 
Uh, they, I, they, they're, they, they're still um, like that's 10 the first points thing they the 10 points still isn't like in some of you go on yeah. a, you continue not scoring any goals and being in a situation where you, you if you don't score any goals you can't win mm-hmm. like, so like, if that was to continue um, then they could easily get dragged in and maybe a tiny winner is a, the, the final one because we are not really spoken about St Mirren did we, did we see glimpses of the Tony Andrew fold? Oh yeah, they're like a little pass, you know, the pass. reverse yeah. pass, and then Dermis hammered it in the bottom bins. Right? But you, you look at their the, the attacking players are cut, starting to come to the fore a bit more, like a Beaker's taking on responsibility. Junior Morais yes, is, yeah. is fret, starting to fret, and Fowler's not going to have no, it. No, no, <laughs> Paul Goalie's a bad is a, is a is a loser for that dive in the 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 game on Boxing Day when he got pushed. That was, that oh, was of course, effort. yeah. When uh, yeah. St. Mirren were pretty impressive in that game yeah. as well. So they, they they had a really good period there. I always thought like as soon as uh, they always set up well under Jim Goodwin, yeah. uh, even when they were struggling to score and struggling. They'd not often be thrashed. No, again, uh, like, again, the like they and uh, Hamilton are very competitive teams. Yeah. So they, they don't get turned over very easily. Again, it has, a lot of it will depend on all points. Um, Hearts get relegated. Really <laughs> <laughs> January, January, uh, yeah, January will tend to. It's a huge month. It could be a simple case of. Premiership or uh, in England or Championship teams not having injuries or whatever, and that allows them to put a player out on loan who yeah. you can make, it a, big make a huge difference, or you end up buying pitch like, yeah. like, like you're going to the Christmas uh, the yeah. Boxing Day sales, uh, which I'd imagine is what exactly Craig Levine will be doing. Uh, oh, be hope. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. That is us for the the decade, the, the, decade, the year, the that's, decade. So that's the day. Is that the, the first decade of the tennis podcast? Then, when, what year did it actually well, start? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're into our third decade. We're in our third decade. <laughs> but anyway, we, we hope every listener has a wonderful new year. Absolutely. And we will be back in the new year, back up to two shows a week, uh, and we will. Speak to you then. Speak to you. Yeah, then. we're all we're off to Montrose. Yes, we're off on Mont- a, week on, a week on Sunday. No, 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 no Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Come on, you don't know any days or times. No, that's right. wild. Uh, yes, yeah, so we are going to Montrose Hospitality. Yeah. Um, maybe chuck, maybe chuck your phone on at some point and just let, like listen, record some of it and see if there's anything that is okay to go out. <laughs> yeah, well, probably well, not. So. But thank you very much for listening and have a great New Year. Cheers. Bye bye. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.